Ladies and gentlemen, Libertarians and Patriots, this is Grover Bentley, and you are listening to the Libertarian and Patriot Show. And welcome to the show. Today is Monday, February 20th, 2017. As usual, I'm your host, Grover Bentley. All sources can be found on libertarianandpatriot.com. You can follow the show at facebook.com slash libertarian and patriot or follow my personal page at facebook.com slash groverbentley1. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter at libertarianandpatriot.com or on our Facebook page. Today is a special edition of the Libertarian and Patriot podcast. We have talked for quite some time about the hypocrisy of the radical regressive left and how they will stop at nothing to advance their political agendas. We have had shows on how feminism is destroying America and how feminism is no longer about the equality of women, but about advancing the radical agenda of the left and enslaving people at the altar of political correctness. Today, I come to you with a heavy heart. A dear friend of mine who lives in the occupied state of California has emailed me with horrific news. He has become the latest sacrifice at this altar. He is being investigated for sexual misconduct as well as other things because he chose to freely express his views. And the crazy thing about it is they aren't even radical views. They are regular views held by nearly every single one of you listening today. Let me read the email to you quickly. I've edited it to make it easier to read, corrected the grammar, and corrected spelling. I'll post the letter and transcript up on libertarianandpatriot.com for view and for you all to look over. So let me tell you what happened. My name is Jeremiah, and I work as a security officer for a company located in Santa Ana, California. I have been employed for this company for almost two years now, and over the last two years, I have pulled my fair share of overtime working between 50 and 80 hours per week. Recently, I was posted at a hospital located in Fountain Valley, California. At this hospital, there is a full security staff as well as a full hospital staff, and there is also a group of volunteers. The hospital management has recently had a meeting with all of the security staff about customer service and how, while we're on patrol, we need to stop and talk with other hospital employees in order to establish good relations between our company and the hospital. On Saturday, February 4th, 2017, I was on patrol around the hospital facility. Between 7 and 7.30 p.m., I walked into the main hospital lobby. At the front desk in the lobby was a man named Greg who was part of the hospital staff. And to the side of the front desk is a volunteer desk. There at the volunteer desk sat a young woman by the name of Jordan. As I walked through the main lobby, I stopped and said hello to Greg, and then I said hello to Jordan. Jordan said hello and began to try to talk to me and ask me how my day was. Understanding that I should stop and talk to the volunteer and try to establish good relations, I began to speak with Jordan. While I was talking to her, I received a call on the radio to take my lunch break from my supervisor. Since the hospital cafe was closed on the weekends and I had forgotten to bring food with me, I had nowhere to go. 
The volunteer, Jordan, continued to try to talk to me. Because I had never met this volunteer before, and the hospital had pushed for good relations, I decided to sit down and talk for a few minutes. Being in a very public area, I did not see the harm in having a conversation. Jordan and I had a political conversation based on the differences between men and women's rights in America, which she began. Jordan spoke about different taxes that have been placed on female products, and I spoke about the difference of favoritism between men and women in the family court system. In this conversation, Greg would jump in and give his input as well, since he was also there with us. I tried to give this young woman a piece of advice. I explained to Jordan to be cautious in the work area, that it's easy to get a man fired. Jordan asked me what I meant. I explained that in this world, that it's easy for a man to get fired by saying the words uncomfortable or creepy. The using of those words can automatically make people see a man as a danger when nothing was ever wrong to begin with. Jordan seemed to take offense to that. I explained to her that it's sad but true these days. Jordan tried to change the subject and asked me if I was pro-life or pro-choice. I didn't feel comfortable talking about that and said that I didn't want to talk about it anymore. Jordan started to laugh at me and make fun of me because she realized that I was pro-choice and tried to get Greg to also make fun of me. Even though I was offended by her making fun of me, I let it go. About that time, my lunch break was over. I told her that I had to go and gave her a high five on my way out. At the end of the night, I got pulled aside by my supervisor in front of one of the main hospital buildings. He asked me what had happened with Jordan. At the time, I didn't know what he meant. I told him that Jordan and I had a conversation on my lunch break, and I continued on my way. My supervisor explained to me that he got a call from Jordan, and, told, and she told him that I was being inappropriate with her. I was shocked. My supervisor asked if I had ever called her cutie. I explained that I had never said anything like that. I saw Greg close by talking on his phone, and I called for him to come over to us. Greg came over, and I asked him. I asked him about the conversation we all had earlier with Jordan, and asked pointedly if I had ever called her cutie. Greg stood there, confused, and said that he didn't recall me ever saying anything like that. I turned to my supervisor and told him that nothing happened. My supervisor said that he would have to make a report. A week later on Friday, February 10th, 2017, I came into work at the hospital and was called into my security director's office to speak with him. I, he asked me what had happened a week ago, and I explained the situation. He asked me if I had, at any point in time, called her sexy. I explained that I had never in any way, shape, or form said anything like that, or anything even close. He asked me to write up a statement, and he told me that he would get to the bottom of this situation, but that political conversation should never be held in the work area. I told him that he was right, and I could see that it's in my best interest to keep my opinions to myself. So he sent me back to work. Later that night, I wrote up a statement, and I left it on his desk. A week afterwards, on Friday, February 17th, I got a call from the Santa Ana office of my company 
to not go back to the hospital and that I was needed to come into the office. I came in and spoke with the operations manager. I sat in her office and she informed me that she needed a witness. Another man came into the office and the operations manager explained to me that there had been a complaint that was emailed to her and that she needed to read off the allegations to me. She read to me four allegations that shocked me beyond belief. The first, that I had told a young female that she looked like a good baby maker and that she could have my babies. Second, that this girl was sexually assaulted once in her life because of the way she addressed. Third, that I had inappropriate political point of view that made people feel uncomfortable. And fourth, that I was publicly bashing and degrading women. I was in shock, followed by anger, and then I felt upset to my stomach with the question in my mind of how could anyone say anything like this, especially about me? I spoke in a loud tone that there is no way I would ever say anything like this to anyone. I strongly felt that this kind of talk should never happen. The operations manager told me to write up a statement. So I wrote up another statement and I gave it to her. She at that time informed me that I was suspended from work and that I could not go back to work until the investigation was over. Sincerely, Jeremiah. P.S. I hope you can help and tell my story so that other people are not a victim to this kind of slander. As you can see, folks, this has to stop. The radical left has taught young women that all they have to do is scream and lie and that someone that they don't like will be taken away from them. I have a better solution. Why don't you raise your children better? Why don't you raise your children to understand that not everyone who holds a different point of view is bad? Why don't you raise your children to not be bigots? Please, take the time and spread this message. Libertarian and Patriot has started a GoFundMe to help our friend Jeremiah with his attorney costs, and all proceeds will go to him. You can find the link in the description of this episode, as well as listed in the show notes and on the Facebook page. Please, go and help. As the radical and aggressive left does not have the right to crucify an innocent man because he holds a different point of view than theirs. Please, help us end this. This is a short episode of Libertarian and Patriot Podcast. This is Grover Bentley. Thanks. See you all next week.